0: Good day, ma'ams and sirs, and welcome to the Number 9 with Tommy podcast, where we're making headlines like an over tightened baseball cap. If a woman dresses whorishly and goes out on a date, then surely you'll defend these words, she isn't asking to be raped. If a person chooses to walk away rather than provoke a bully in a fight, surely you don't think that he deserves a beating, he's just doing what he feels is right. So many people, though, say that doing nothing is the cause of violence, like... I can provoke a man or woman by attacking them with silence. Like a lawyer can win every case he has by never taking on a client. These are the same people who say that anti-vaxxers kill those getting vaxxed, or that the government causes poverty by not hitting successful folks with heavy tax. I'll never understand you or forgive you for making me stand beside him. The blood of American soldiers isn't resting now on Biden. What about the presidents who left our soldiers there to fight? Is this not on them at all for not getting us out of this in 20 years of days and nights? Is this not on you for never bringing a better solution to the table? Is this not on me for not voting for Jorgensen when I was able? It's so easy for each of us to point fingers and yell out which, while we sit inside our comfy homes and piss and cry and bitch. Biden hasn't pulled a trigger. He hasn't killed a single Marine. Just like Trump wasn't guilty of all the accusations that were uncorroborated and unseen. Stop investing so much time, emotion, and hatred upon each other. I ask of you this favor each of you should try just once to simply love your neighbor. But if a neighbor should spill innocent American soldiers' blood upon the ground, then let's root for all of our soldiers to kill that motherfucker once he's found. There's no time to side against our government in pos- positions we elect. It's time to cause discomfort for those who take the freedom that our soldiers all protect. Joining me as always. Tommy fucking Washington. What's been up, man? How are you?
1: Pat, that was a very good intro.
0: Yeah. Uh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. I like that one. I love that. I love that there are people killing Americans, and other Americans are like, "Let's go after Biden." <laughs> like, what? <laughs> are you fucking out of your mind? So like, it's funny that bigger
1: fish to fry, bro. So I was talking with uh, with somebody yesterday. Uh, one of my neighbors, yeah. you know. And uh he was like, "Oh, Biden's gonna get impeached for this and all this." Other. And I'm like, "Nah, man, nah. It's not like what the fuck. Like he can't help that these people bomb that fucking airport. Like it is what it is, dude. Like, unfortunately, that's a cost of war. Uh, unfortunately, we should have been out of there a lot, a long time ago. Um, and again, like I, I had a very long discussion with somebody Friday night that listens to the show. I think on occasion. Oh man, Clutch." And, uh, you know, a lot of these, like, it's just, it's so much could be solved by just, you know, simply loving your neighbor. Uh, new merch out. Go check it out in the merch store. It'll be out tomorrow when you guys listen to this. Love the neighbor. I'm sorry. Did you just
0: verbalize an ad in the middle of making a point?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my wife's trying to stay off camera. The camera's over here. You're good. Um, thank you, honey.
0: Erica, you look beautiful.
1: Pat says you look beautiful. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'm telling you, man, so, you know how I'm always saying that I want to, uh, it's time for revolution.
0: Oh, well, yeah, I'm aware.
1: Yeah. And it's not, like, I'm just saying, like, it's time for us to stand up and get these people in power out of power because they're really the biggest problem with our society the way it is like, they're... If you're too blind to see between the media and the government they're pinning us against each other to hate one another um, then you're part of the problem, right? Like, you need to be able to open your mind and see what's going on around you. And that's my whole point, is that we're fucking Americans. These people work for us. We don't work for them. We're not doing what they tell us to do. They're supposed to do what we tell them to do. Like, that's the whole point of being free.
0: I know that you were a little bit younger when uh, 9-11 happened, but don't forget that after 9-11, like this post-9-11, first off, reports came out that Bush was told that the Twin Towers were going to be taken that morning. Everybody was told. We all knew. Here's the thing. It was among thousands of other threats that they got every day so every day it was you know the president's gonna die the twin towers are gonna get eliminated fucking you know we're gonna kill the the la lakers like everybody was being threatened every day so when it came out it was oh B- bush is part of it but this is a conspiracy because bush knew yes bush was told he was also told a million other things and everybody unanimously agreed that some people were gonna have to die for what happened and America is missing that right now, because don't get me wrong, we were divided, very heavily divided, you know, uh, especially in like mainstream music and media uh, saying that, you know, Bush was a more warmonger or Bush, you know, is a is an idiot for the way he handled things. But everybody unanimously said Bin Laden's got to go. Saddam, you know, as an afterthought also had to go. We all agreed that the price that you pay for costing American lives, was you were going to have to die. And I haven't heard a single person say that over this. Everything I see is that Biden's a fucking monster. Well, Biden, who so, can't get a sentence out, is the guy that we're worried about.
1: So here's where I'm at with that, right? If Like, the whole point of this is to get out of there. The fact of us saying, all right, we need to kill these Taliban, it's just... Change your
0: mind. I don't care. Our goal was to get out of there peacefully and non-violently. You have taken that option away from us, so now we'll stay. You've made your bed. You sleep in it. Let's go kill them.
1: I'm Listen, I'm not opposed to that. At the same time, because again, I'm a big advocate on we need to mind our own fucking business, but now you've made it our business, right? Like you could have just let us leave and you could have taken over control of your country however you want to do it. And that's their business, just like Steve was saying on the podcast. We can't force them to adapt our culture, right? That's not our right. place. um But if that's the truth, and I agree that that's the truth, if that's
0: the truth, then the other side of that coin is we also can't force them to kill anybody.
1: Yeah. So it, well, since
0: they've decided to do that,
1: yeah. now they've got to pay. I'm not disagreeing with that. Listen, I think we should turn it all into a nice, you know, nice hockey rink over there. You know what I mean?
0: I don't understand what you mean.
1: When you uh, nuke sand, it turns the glass. Yeah, the
0: hockey rink's ice, right? Not, not glass. Yeah,
1: but you can skate on ice or on the glass. You know what I mean? It'd be nice to All think. right. No, I, I'm, I'm with you. I get what you're saying now. You know what I mean? Let's just turn it into a sheet of ice. A sheet of glass. The whole place, the whole, the whole region. Fuck them.
0: I mean, are you taking this strictly from Sh- Sweet Home Alabama? Is that where you're getting this from?
1: No. What, is Do you remember movie?
0: that movie the the rom com starring? Uh, yeah, Reese I
1: know. Yeah, great movie. Great movie.
0: Top five. Uh, when when the lightning strikes and it makes those uh, glass sculptures that her husband yeah.
1: then sells. Yeah. Well, I'm not taking it from uh, that. that. That's how I know it happens. flick. It is a good movie. I love that movie, and she's hot as fuck. I kind of want to go watch Sweet
0: Home Alabama now. Can we pause Uh, the podcast for an hour and 40 minutes? (laughs) Uh,
1: But other than that, man, uh, I liked your intro. Not much going on at the homestead. Uh, Spent some time with my uh, sister yesterday. Spent some time with my family on Friday night. Uh, Unfortunately, I'm going to miss my niece's birthday, but we had her sleepover Saturday night. Had a little fun with her. Uh,
0: what a clear communicator man we talked to her uh, we were at the bank opening up a little joint account uh, hashtag uh, heterosexual um, and we <laughs> were went to meet you because you guys were going somewhere and she had your niece that little girl just like speaks perfectly clear English I don't know when she went from barely being able to walk to speaking but uh, she is a great communicator
1: she is so much fun to be around wow. she's a yeah, great good age kid. how old is she She's three. She just turned three. Uh, Okay. She's, she's hilarious. She's fun. We were having dinner at my aunt and uncle's, uh, the other night. And that's when we decided. And so we're sitting around with my aunt and uncle, my son, Erica and her. And we're having a conversation that like no child should really be part of, but she's just sitting there. And then she like puts in her two cents about that doesn't even relate to the topic. But it was like hilarious. Can you stop blowing that to the screen? Thanks. Um,
0: you seem very distracted today.
1: No, I'm. Well, I got the kid walking around, coming up and down the stairs. He's fucking all over the place. He should be getting ready. I'm for willing to bet that he's barefoot.
0: I'm willing to put money on the fact that he's barefoot.
1: So this fucking asshole, right? This fucking asshole that I call my child, complains that his feet hurt, right? So and I tell him it's because he has flat feet and to wear insoles in his shoes he should be wearing shoes as often as possible because of this, to give his feet the arch support and not walk around barefoot all the time. And he still walks around barefoot because he's a fucking asshole. That or sandals, which are the worst things on the planet for your feet.
0: I wonder if they have some, uh, some plantar fasciitis friendly sandals. If they do, I'd like a pair. Awesome. I'm gonna hit the Google Google machine while you continue the podcast.
1: Well uh Pat I'm ready to get into mail time.
0: Alright, let's open it up.
1: Alright. Yep,
2: yeah, come on. Here's the mail, it never fails, it makes me wanna wag my tail. When it comes I wanna whale.
1: Ah! Alright, Pat, so we got one piece of mail and also uh along with this piece of mail we got a donation from my sister. Uh it was a hundred dollar donation. Greatly, greatly appreciated. And her Thanks email too. her email goes a little bit like this. Uh from the number one sibling. Came by the site today with a smiley face. Impressive upgrades. Proud of you both. Nice merch store. I need the website again for I need the website again for the studio. Feedback one. Although it might be more money, I think the logo should be on the back of the shirts too, nice and big. So you have some bigger options on the front of your shirts for purchase, good, compared to the one you gave us. You should wear the logo during your podcast, at least during special guest events once. Really like the hat, maybe the onesie for Pat, lol. I'll try to stop by more, listen more, and promote more. Proud of you. Such she's a big a, sister message. Yeah, she's a self-proclaimed uh, number one tipper.
0: Um, I mean, really, who's her competition? Tim, come on. Uh,
1: Phobics in the chase says, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Look at this high-tech stream. Did a third grader write this? And I believe he's talking about the email. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe Sophia wrote a it. For sibling her. rivalry. Yeah." Uh, phobic thing. Uh, also mentioned
0: bye. while we were while we were on our brief hiatus to go look at uh Planters fasciitis friendly footwear, Erica mentioned that Skechers arch of arch support flip flops uh are sixty bucks. I found a whole website uh it's called Kuru Footwear K U R U Footwear um they have tons of good shoes sandals flip flops they've got like slides they've got sneakers it's uh I probably have to jump. Uh, anywhere from hundred to hundred and fifty bucks, but you can get yourself a pair of shoes that look like they'll last a while.
1: Fovick also dropped in your number one sibling, but doesn't partake in the stream. Well, you Ooh. know. Uh can't can't debate his logic there. Can't debate his logic. Uh I do yeah, want to like- say that we did get some uh that we did get some we sold some merch out of the store. So thanks to everybody. I believe my mom bought some stuff and uh Erica bought some stuff as well. Uh make sure you're checking it out, number nine pot- number9podcast.com forward slash merch dash store. Uh, the official
0: dog of the podcast right here, Evie.
1: Um, really, you think Evie's the official dog, not one of my two dogs?
0: Evie's the only one that comes on the stream. Evie, come on.
1: Anyway, uh, okay. so that's it for mail time. Again, thanks, Tiffany. Really appreciate your support with uh, the donation. Pez, uh, is there any other feedback you want to throw in here?
0: Uh, no, I appreciate the message. I am glad that she's, uh, you know, promoting, I wish we could do more to promote hers, but hers is, uh, highly centralized to a specific area.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But, hey, maybe she, uh, maybe for her hundred dollar donation, we should just throw out a little a little thing for her. Go check out, uh, dynamic Danbury dynamic Danbury dynamic Ooh. dance and fitness.
0: Danbury Dynamic Dance and Fitness. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Uh, does she do online classes? I would assume she does, given the pandemic afoot.
1: Uh, she she did all of her classes during the pandemic virtually, but she, as soon as they were able to be back in the studio, they went back to the studio. So, but that's a okay. good idea, right? It's uh, Phobic says it's called a plug. Thanks, Tim. Uh, she. That's actually not a bad idea, right? Do dance classes all online? You know, for people that don't live around here.
0: I'm I guess sure that, that interaction. Uh,
1: what? Did I think it would be a little bit difficult, right? Because <laughs> the interaction or show kids how to do a certain thing a certain way might be a little bit more difficult over, uh, video.
0: I assume grading technique and the, the little nuances that make a good dancer a great dancer would be nearly impossible via Skype.
1: Yeah. But anyway, so that's what we got for mail time. We're moving on. We're jumping into some memes. Yeah.
2: Hey, it's me Versace. What? Somebody shot me, and I was just checking the mail.
1: Get it? Checking the mail.
2: Hey, I guess they're right. Senior citizens, although slow and dangerous behind the wheel, can still serve a purpose. I'll be right back. Don't you go dying on me. Hey, number
1: niners. Did you see that we're up over 4,500 downloads across all platforms the show is on? Yeah, Tommy.
0: I'm hoping that's going to translate into some serious advertising dollars so we can talk about new gadgets and gizmos like the Manscaped 2.0 and how it leaves your dude pissed and trimmed up, nice and ready for takeoff.
1: Or the motor blower that doesn't just stroke you like ordinary masturbatory AIDS. It also creates legit suction and vibration. Whoa! What happened to your golden rule about ads, bro? You mean hashtag no free ads? Yeah, man. Number Niners, we appreciate all the love and support we get from you guys. For sure. But... But what would help us even more is if you go to whatever platform you listen to the show on and give us a five-star rating.
0: While you're there, the biggest thing you can do to support the show is to leave a review. It can be short, long, funny, or completely unrelated. Wait, what? My understanding is that
1: it's not what's in the review that counts. It's just that the reviews are getting done. So people can just go on and talk about Tom Cruise's legendary career in cinema and still help us? I mean, yeah, I suppose they could. What's great about it is that it's not a difficult thing to
0: do. I mean, you could just leave a review for the show without even knowing where popcorn comes
1: from. You know what, Pat? Fuck you. That's one. (laughs) All right, so we got some memes that uh, some people sent into the show. Uh, Let's start with this one. What's this one?
0: So this is uh, from the Townsville Bulletin, the North's own paper. It says, lucky to survive, woman beats off shark. And then there's a picture under that (laughs) newspaper that somebody's put of a shark with a giant smile. And I thought, this is a fucking classic meme. Good old-fashioned fun right here. The shark clearly satisfied after being beaten off.
1: Very nice, Pat. Very nice. I'm glad that that's good. Yeah, you got issues.
0: The next meme. This one's for Tommy. Says Nick Foles' career literally went in reverse. He went from Super Bowl MVP, back up for three years, and now he's a third stringer. Sorry, that, Tommy.
1: I had is, to do it. Is that really true that he's a third stringer? Yeah. <laughs> what team is he on the Bears? I
0: Did couldn't even to, tell you. Pretty sure he went. He's to the so Bears. irrelevant. I don't know. Listen, Big Dick Nick, man,
1: he's no joke, dude.
0: Uh, you'll notice that the title of this that I put in was. Big Nick it he went from Big Dick Nick to Dickless Nicholas.
1: Very nice, Pat. Very nice. I <laughs> thank you. You're a fucking asshole.
0: That's what we get for memes. We're moving on to three finger news where uh the most important story of 2021 has come out. Uh the gun that killed Billy the Kid, meaning Pat Garrett's Colt single-action army revolver used to kill Billy the Kid, now 140 years later. The famed gun that took down one of the Wild West's most infamous outlaws is up for auction. The single-action revolver that Garrett used will be offered at Bonham's Auction House. Estimates believe the revolver could go for over $3 million. Now here's the thing. One, as it should. Two, I think we can all agree Pat Garrett did not kill William H. Bonney and that they were pals and he let him go. If you've seen uh, Young Guns and its sequel, Young Guns Part 2, there is uh, basically the story uh, goes an old, old, old man in his, I think, 80s shows up kind of just out of the blue, calls for a lawyer to meet with him. The lawyer meets with him, and the old man says, I'm Billy the Kid, and I want to be pardoned for the killing of uh, 23 or 24 men. And the lawyer says, Billy the Kid got killed by Pat Garrett a long time ago. And he says, no, he did not. We were friends. He didn't kill me. He let me go as long as I stayed quiet. And he actually went to court and uh, was denied the pardon and uh, died a couple weeks later. Um, so I'm not sure that this gun actually killed Billy the Kid, because I'm pretty sure no gun killed Billy the Kid. Still an interesting story, and I'd love to get my hands on this fucking gun. I don't so have $3 you...
1: million. Dollars. <clears throat> Maybe shortly we will for this podcast. But um, you fully believe the Young Guns movies verbatim, like that's really what happened in history
0: No, I do believe that the man who claimed that he was uh, William H. Bonnie was in fact William H. Bonnie he told that lawyer the stories of what happened with him and his posse um, I just I, why would somebody out of the blue make that up and go for the pardon? That seems like a lot of needless effort I
1: don't know Some like probably knew he was dying and wanted to be remembered, even though he was a nobody, because we all know that Billy the Kid was killed.
0: Billy the Kid lived, he did not get killed by Pat Garrett. That's my stance.
1: All right,
0: I hate you for saying otherwise.
1: Why do you hate me
0: for saying otherwise?
1: That's not very nice, Pat. God, Tom, pay attention. This the next news. Oh, I've seen this story that's coming up, and it's It's fucking phenomenal. It's phenomenal, and I'm so glad you put it into the show, because I did not read what the basis of the lawsuit was.
0: Did you read the highlighted parts when you saw the timeline?
1: No, I was busy trying to fix the stream so we can go live.
0: Okay, well, I'll take care of you. Uh, The title of this one's going to be called Baby, It's Cold Outside. Now, there's a little wordplay there. This is uh, a... Article the the article that I chose to pick from and highlight from was by Ashley Cullins, which is it looks like that she works for Plus Icon. Nope, that's definitely a fucking thing that I should have deleted. Uh, <laughs> you like that? Um, do you think no, the next Never one,
1: mind. Do you think there's other one that says logo text is also where she works? Logo text is yeah, that's her actual <laughs> workplace.
0: My bad. Uh, Never mind that Nirvana child pornography lawsuit, attorney says. See the play on words there with never mind? I like it. Nirvana's 1991 album cover, featuring a naked baby in a pool, is now at the center of a debate about the line between art and child pornography. While some seasoned litigators say there's nothing a reasonable person would see as sexual about that image, the lawyer for the man in the photo insists it's child exploitation material. Now, this is a very important quote. A reasonable person would see as sexual about that image. And we're going to come back to that. This this article is about to come full circle right at the end. So the naked swimming baby on the iconic Nirvana Nevermind cover is now a 30-year-old man. And he's suing just about everybody connected to the album. Uh, he claims that the photo amounts to child pornography and an invasion of his privacy. Uh, Spencer Eldon filed a lawsuit in California. Against Nirvana, Universal Music Group, Warner Records, music mogul David Geffen, the band members, including late Kurt Cobain via his estate, and three other individuals who oversee it, including his now widow, Courtney Love. Elder alleges that the image depicts him Quote like a sex worker grabbing for a dollar bill that is positioned dangling from a fish hook, fish hook, in front of his nude body with his penis explicitly displayed. De- he also claims he had a reasonable expectation that the images depicting him would remain private, and re- and maintains his legal guardians didn't sign a release authorizing the use of the images. Um, we're gonna fast forward here. This is a he is one of several babies that were chosen for this album cover. So, what they were doing was they were basically just walking around asking parents if they could throw their baby in the water and take pictures. Uh, they would blow on their face to, uh, you know, activate the gag reflex, throw them in the water, snap up photos, give them back to the parents. And they, I think, they paid them all each 200 bucks somewhere in here. Um, So, the parents were fully aware of what the fuck this was being used for. They didn't know that their baby would be chosen, but they knew why they were doing it, and that their baby was an option, if that makes sense. So, I think that's where a lot of this, because we're going to get into some gray area about whether or not uh, permission was given, because after they took the picture, they paid them 200 bucks and sent them on their way. So, there actually may not be a release uh, that anybody's able to find, because... Nobody knows who the fuck the parents were after the picture was taken. They, they walked away. They went and actually had lunch with the two hundred dollars they were just given. Um, is that so fact Brian that Sullivan. They went and had lunch. Yeah, yeah, it's in here. Okay. Um. The 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 thirty year old tells the what happens, which makes this even more ridiculous. Brian Sullivan, an entertainment lit- litigation partner at Early Sullivan, says the suit is ridiculous and that. Even if there wasn't a written agreement, which he doubts, Eldon's claims are weak. I think that it's highly unlikely that a record company would use a photograph for an album cover without verifying the existence of a release signed by the parents. But if there is no release, it does not mean he has a claim for child pornography. As to the right of privacy, you can waive it by your actions or by his parents' actions in allowing him to be photographed. So what he's saying is, okay, so there might not be a release. That's possible. But if there's not a release, the parents knew what the fuck was going on, and they were fine with it at the time. Eldon's attorney, James Marsh, whose practice focuses on victims of sex abuse, insists permission wasn't given. Our understanding was that there was no release. Now, this you'll notice that this is highlighted in a different color, because the next sentence is really, really why this is even worth covering. In a culture in which we are trying to uphold consen- cons- consent as one of the highest values... An image of a child naked that he didn't consent to should cause people concern. This is the epitome, if you will, of people playing current America against current America. They're saying, well, you know, 30 years ago this is perfectly fine because we weren't all fucking idiots, but today, since we're all fucking idiots, this is a problem and we want millions of dollars. Are you with me? I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. This guy's a He's, piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, he goes, he he literally says, We're How trying to. I bet you want to bet that his lawyer found
1: consent. this guy. I bet you the lawyer found this guy and said, Hey, you were on the cover of the Nirvana album. I can make you a millionaire. Let's do it. He actually goes into saying uh,
0: that they've spent years researching this case uh, before they took it. So I think you're onto something. I think that they did spend years researching this case. And by that, I mean years researching any case that they could get their hands on where they could win some money for them and their client. Yeah. Uh, and then probably just reached out to the client. Uh, that attorney adds, there are a plethora of defenses to the suit. Uh, he notes... I think what will be most troubling for any judge will be the amount of time that has elapsed since the photo was published. The fact that the kids' parents did this knowingly, more or less, but they knew the naked baby was being photographed in the numerous times that the plaintiff himself embraced the photo and sought publicity for himself. It goes on to quote the actual fucking uh, issue here. What I de- what, what I think really damns their case is the fact that this kid sat for all these interviews and recreated the album art. So here we go. This is an actual fucking quote from the kid who's suing. He said in a 2015 essay in the guardian, his parents agreed to shoot and agreed to the shoot and said it had opened doors for him. I don't think my parents really gave my taking part in this shoot too much thought. They knew who Nirvana were. But weren't really into the grunge scene. I was only four months old and my dad was attending art school at the time. And his friends would often ask for help with their projects. So his friend, the photographer, Kirk Weddle, called him and said, Do you want to make some money today and throw your kid in the pool? And he agreed. My parents took me down there. Apparently they blew in my face to stimulate my gag reflex, dunked me in and took some pictures and pulled me out. And that was it. They were paid $200 and went to eat tacos afterwards. No big deal. Weddle had, had shot a number of babies to find the right image, and they ended up choosing me. I think it's because of my penis. A lot of the other babies were girls. Also, the composition seemed very natural. I'm glad they chose me. That was in 2015. This is six years later, and he's suing fucking... them. He's the biggest piece of shit, man. <laughs> uh, so, Marsh, this, this guy's attorney... Oh, I'm sorry, Marsh is the other attorney. Eldon is a slap motion uh, kind of. He's going after the slap motion. The slap motion is strategic lawsuits against public participation. S.L.A.P.P. Strategic lawsuits against public participation. So he's saying we vetted this case very carefully over many years before we filed it. We chose this case we chose to bring this case forward because we have good faith belief that this qualifies under the law as child exploitation material. There's nothing in my view that a reasonable reasonable. Okay. So stop there. This guy's literally saying we found out about slap and we looked for cases that would apply. So they weren't, they weren't using the law to fight their case. They're looking for a case based on the law. Yeah. Okay. So they, th- this slap law exists and they go, well, fuck. I, what can we uncover? What, how many stones are left unturned that now fit under this law? How much money can we um, make
1: is basically what they're saying. Let's correct. go find yeah. some shit to make some money at. And who bigger to go so, after than fucking Nirvana? Correct. And there's, there's someone
0: on uh, Nirvana's side of things that says, there's no bright line rule. Uh, it has to be something created to stimulate prurient interests. I'm not sure that I'm getting that word right. So, now we're coming full circle, as promised. This is a Kurt Cobain quote. Now remember, Kurt Cobain's been gone for a little while. uh, Like 20 years. Kurt Cobain said, uh, more than 20 years, sorry, more like 25 years, I think. Kurt Cobain said, would the album have been iconic without his penis as it was with it? If I could have, if, uh, if it could have, why did they pick the image that, it, oh, I'm sorry, that's Marsh. Marsh said that. Would the album have been iconic without his penis in it? If it could have, why did they pick the image that displayed it? He said that pointing to an allegation, Cobain wanted to actually cover the baby's genitals. So this is directly from Kirk Cobain. He wanted to cover the baby's genitals with a sticker that said, if you're offended by, by this, you must be a closet pedophile. So we're going to come full circle. Like, like I said, the first person who we, we stopped for that quote. It was, uh, let's see. Do, 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 Where are you? Where are you? Here we go. Oh, no, I lied about it. Here we go. Sorry, oh Tom.
1: Jeez,
0: man. I wish you no, were it's how, the problem is there was too much to fucking highlight, so now I'm looking. Okay, reasonable expectation that the images depict them would remain private. Da, 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 da. Not... Fuck me. Fuck me, running. I really wish it's you could right pause here. them.
1: A reasonable I don't know. person would. Was... A reasonable person would see a sexual about this image. There's nothing a reasonable person would see as sexual about this image.
0: Right. Okay, perfect. Yeah, my bad. There's nothing in my view that a reasonable person would see sexual about this image. Now, 25 years earlier, because that's being said today, 25 years earlier, Kurt Cobain wanted to cover this baby's genitals with a sticker that said, if you're offended by this, you must be a closet pedophile. So these two people are a quarter century apart saying the exact same thing. There's nothing, in my view, that a reasonable person would see as sexual about this. However, a pedophile would have a problem with it, or a pedophile would be turned on by it. So this kid presenting a a lawsuit now will what are what's going through your head when you see a baby penis because that's really at the end of the day that's what this is about it's about a baby penis it's not about a dollar bill it's not about a fish hook cobain was making a, a political statement with everything he said without trying to make a political statement so it's not like he sat down and really thought this through and was like what if we had a baby with this dick out and he's underwater and he's looking at a dollar bill on a fish hook like I doubt that's how that went. In fact, if it did, they never would have shot other babies that were girls. So this was an artistic expression. It went the way it went. And nobody in 30 years ever had an issue with this baby penis until the, this slap lawsuit and this group of lawyers all came out and said, hey, we can make some money here.
1: Uh, Erica says it should be only against a photographer then because most likely he's the one that sold the, his photo i think they all work together i think that's the whole thing um and Erica not said, only that
0: the photographer was friends with the parents the photographer called the parents
1: and asked them come down yeah. we'll give you money for tacos motherfuckers." <clears throat> she also said you should have had this ready in a timeline cut with an eye roll the emoji
0: in my defense i did have it ready in the timeline it was highlighted but then there was a lot highlighted i should have highlighted
1: in a different color. All right, so we're going to get into another, it's a video, right after this break. All right, Pat, so uh, the lovely Miss Liz sent this in. Um, I'm going to warn everybody, it's it's kind of long. It's uh Supposedly, this was found on Reddit, and this kid is playing the videos off of Reddit. It's quite disturbing to listen to the whole thing, but I have a pretty good take on it, I think. It, I'm right? curious
0: what your take is. I don't think you can see what my take is coming.
1: Oh, I know what your take is because I know how you feel about. that. I oh, that's you're... a good point. You know exactly <laughs> what my fucking take is. <laughs> uh, that's fucked up. You fucking piece of shit. All right. So... That's fair. <clears throat> I will mute me. Anonymous confessions from Reddit users part one of four. Mind you, these may be shocking, sad, creepy, or downright disturbing.
2: I'm putting my extremely profoundly disabled seven-year-old into a residential facility, so I can forget he exists. I'm not sorry. I can't tell anyone this, even my therapist. Lambase me if you want and maybe I even deserve it. I only ask what you would do if you were in my situation. Not what you think people should do. What you would really do. I'm a single mom of two boys. Twelve and seven. My husband passed away three years ago in a work accident. A very large portion of me believe it was a suicide. I can't see him ever making the mistake he made that caused his death, and he had taken an action just before that which ensured his co-workers weren't in the room. I fully believe he killed himself because of our younger son and no one will ever change my mind. We were told when I was pregnant that he would have Down syndrome. We could handle that. Even if it was severe. It turned out he has a chromosome deletion. His disorder is kind of rare so I won't post which specific one. But suffice to say he'll never be anything more than he is now or has ever been. And what he is, is nothing. He doesn't appear to have any awareness and never has. His eyes are locked in one position, he doesn't respond to noise, touch, or pain. He is total care. He is capable of nothing. He is tube-fed and on oxygen. He is in diapers and will be forever. He makes no sounds, no attempts to communicate. He never even really cried as a baby. He has never made an attempt to interact with anyone or his environment. I'm not upset because I got a special needs and imperfect child. I feel the way I feel because this thing takes up 200% of my time and does nothing. I didn't get an imperfect child. I didn't get a child. I don't love him. He doesn't have any personality. There is nothing to love. And yet I'm responsible for him. In addition to his extreme delays, he's also medically fragile. Respiratory crises. Fecal impactions, his autonomic nervous system doesn't function properly Issues with his G-tube, infections, pressure sores no matter what we put him on or how we position him Our older son has suffered because his non-existent brother has colored everything in his life His medical care gets delayed because there's only one of me and his brother is more critical We do have a visiting home nurse but only 20 hours a week and we aren't eligible for more I was starting law school, I gave up my dreams and my plan for my children for this potato My older son can't do a lot of things he wants to do because of the younger's need for care and appointments. The final straw was I heard a sound. I went into younger son's room to check, thinking he had forgotten how to breathe again, and saw a older son hitting him and screaming, You're why I don't have a mother. You're why I don't have a father. You're why I can't have friends over. You're why I can't be in sports. I didn't ask for you and I hope you die. Instead of being horrified, I watched and younger son just did not react. No signs of pain or fear or upset, no reaction at all. He breathes, but he is not alive. He doesn't know who I am. He doesn't know who older son is. He has no sense of self life experience or awareness of his surroundings. He doesn't need to be in my home. He doesn't know or care where he is. He is genetically my son, but he is not family. My previously abused. Brain-damaged cat who can't walk straight has more personality and is far more lovable than my child In fact I was looking forward to raising a Downs baby Even one with severe impairments, for that reason With disability can come gifts This boy is not a gift He is a genetic mistake I probably should have miscarried and would have definitely terminated if I'd known he would be like this And the flip side is, if he has awareness He's miserable And there is nothing I can do If he has likes and dislikes no one knows what they are. If he is in pain he can't tell anyone. If he wants anything, he can't communicate. He's had every imaginable therapy, nothing has made a difference. And so he's leaving our home on the 29th. I feel excited and relieved and then guilty because I know we'll be happier with him gone. He's already taken my husband and my son's father. He was working so so much, to pay for the cucumber's care. For the experimental therapies insurance wouldn't cover because this one was going to be the breakthrough. He was tired and defeated and disappointed. He sought counseling as well but I don't think he could ever say the words I don't want my son in my home either. He's ruined my older son. I was so wrapped up on the younger I never realized how ignored and damaged he was. He lost his father too. I didn't just lose my husband. He is my priority now and this malignant lump can be someone else's problem. At least they'll be paid a wage to care for him. At least they'll get a break from him when they punch out. I just want to never think of him again, and I'm not sorry. And for that, I'm sorry. Thanks for listening. Okay, Pat. That
1: was, uh, that was a wild shit. Was a fucking Absolutely wild. Absolutely
0: insane. It's really
1: sad. So, uh, I just want to get this out of the way. Phobics in the chat, he says, What the fuck am I watching? Laugh my ass off. Potato. This is wild. So I took she some also notes about a cucumber at one point. Yes. Yes, she did. I uh, I took some notes while, was, while we were playing that because there's some things I want to say. So let's hear your take Pep.
0: Uh I don't think this woman has anything to feel guilty about. I'm not sure how necessary the name calling is, but I think she's doing that to get her message across and I think she's very very frustrated, even angry at the situation. She's not mad at the kid. She's mad at the situation. She's mad that she kept the baby. She's mad that her son is losing his fucking mind. He hasn't had a normal life because of this kid. Her husband killed himself. Uh a, She's assuming because of this kid. Sounds like he didn't leave much of a note because probably he felt guilty about having the feelings towards this kid. She has spent seven fucking years doing something that most of us couldn't do for seven days, let alone seven weeks or seven months. Uh, And now She has a little bit of remorse giving him up. I say no remorse. You do what you think is best for that kid. And if what's best for that kid is inconsequential because the kid has no bearing or thought or feeling. um, But you put him in the hands of professionals, which, by the way, she is not. She's not a medical professional. She is not built to care for this kid. She did not, uh, you know, go to school for it. They get 20 hours of help a week. Uh, I say more power to her. She has the opportunity to give her 14-year-old a normal, happy, healthy life. Uh, Unfortunately, that will be without his father. And she has the opportunity herself to, you know, go out and date and find somebody new and live a happy, healthy life herself. She needs to do what's best for the people she can help. She's incapable of helping this 7-year-old child. She needs to cut bait and call it quits. And if the guilt is overwhelming and she wants to go visit him, go ahead. But you can't you can't have this kid in your house uh destroying everybody's life around him. It's not fair to anybody, including the the kid. The kid doesn't want to be a burden nobody wants to be a burden. That's my cool. take man
1: okay let's still use a piece of shit that's my take all right went the other way on that one <laughs> nope, and it's not for
0: phobic squirrel said it's the vaccine
1: (laughs) vaccines um but anyway not for the reason like i don't think that she's a piece of shit for giving up uh or putting a skin into a home that's not what i agree with you if that's what's best for the kid then that's what's best for a kid uh but i think that we both can agree that uh words matter right like what you say matters well, that depends. Who do the words matter
0: to? To everybody. Like, the way that she describes... Are, are, are you saying like, that the words matter to the invalid? And I no, say that, I don't I'm, know if that term can be used offensively or not. I don't mean to use it in, offensively. If you're saying that she hurt the kid's feelings... No. I don't think that you're correct. No,
1: what I'm saying is that she's a piece of shit that she would view a child that came out of her to say that... Um, The cat that was brain damage right now. The cat that had brain damage was more lovable than the child that came out of you. You're a fucking giant piece of shit and that you should never have another child. You don't care about your other child any more than you care about the fucking potato on the couch. Because um I mean it's obvious, like you're a fucking selfish human being. Now, if you came out and said I'm putting my child into a home because I don't have the care for him. He has caused a massive, uh, massive struggles on our home life for me and my husband. uh, I believe my husband may have killed himself because of this. Um, My other child is suffering. All those things I'm okay with, but um, you're a piece of shit. And the fact that you didn't stop your older son from trying to kill the fucking child that can't, can't even defend itself, right? You're a horrible person, and your son is a fucking serial killer in the making. 100%. Where did it say he was trying to kill him? When he was smothering him with a fucking pillow and beating on him with the pillow. I think if he wanted to
0: kill him, he would have killed him. It seems like a defenseless target. Yeah. Um. I do think once I uh, maybe that was the eye opener. Maybe that's where. Yeah. But do you want to know what she really? She this and she goes, "Holy fuck! This kid's now facing physical assault from his brother. I have to do something now. I can't continue to play the the poor me game of I shouldn't have to do this or whatever game she was playing in her own mind, feeling guilty.
1: Well, um, listen, I understand that she feels guilty, right? But the fact that does she really feel does she really feel guilty because she's sitting there saying i don't love him well if you didn't love him then you wouldn't feel guilty about it or you're just worried about what other people guilty think about because it because
0: of people's perception yes correct she feels guilty because other people will put that on her other people will say whatever i would never do that to my kids or you're not well, a real mom or you're, you don't love your kids but she's saying
1: she said that she wants to Fair pretend he's it. dead. She's a horrible fucking yeah. person. I don't give a that was, fuck.
0: That was probably to my point that she could go visit him. No. Um, man, I, I don't think... I think it's very difficult to pass judgment on this one because we could never even imagine being put in that and position. And just because
1: the father is a weak-minded individual and decided to kill himself, like, you can't put that on... It's not the kid's fault. It's not the kid's... Well, I don't like, think she's, she's saying that she the hundred time the dad. She's, she's saying no, she's the dad said, killed himself
0: because of the kid.
1: That's what I'm saying. But that's putting blame on a kid. Like, oh, this kid's so horrible, I had to kill myself. Well, you're weak-minded. You guys should have made that decision together if that was the case. How are you married to somebody and not know exactly what they're going through?
0: I don't disagree that the lines of communication should have opened probably around day one. Um, But so then you've got, like she tells the story, the dad keeps trying experimental stuff and, you know, whatever, surgeries and therapies and things that just aren't working. Um, At some point, this guy probably committed over and over and over again to, uh, I'm going to see this through. And then one day realized, okay, I can't see this through because uh there is no good ending and i think that's when it was just too much for the dead phobic swirl is ripping you to shreds right now he said I know. damn weak-minded 11 vets a day are weak minded this just in from the number niner himself robin williams weak-minded uh phobic squirrel does not like that you refer to suicide as weak-minded for the record I also am not a huge fan of suicide being referred
1: to as weak-minded. Um, I'm not saying so, is... what I'm saying is people like I don't know, man. I don't, you know what? I don't feel fucking sympathy for people. I don't, I don't feel sorry for your situation. There's, there's a way around the situation. You should have communicated better. Hit, you know who should feel guilty the most about the suicide? She shouldn't be putting it on the kid or the kid's disabilities or whatever. That wife should feel guilty about not communicating with her husband enough to know what he was going through to come up with a solution together. Now, if you, like, if he, if they put him into a home together and then he killed himself, now that's a little bit different, right? He feels guilty about the decisions that he's made. But at this point, she's portraying it like he killed himself because he had a kid with all these impairments and he couldn't handle it. You're muted.
0: You're muted. You're muted. You think that this mother is to blame for the
1: father's death? Yes, 100%, because she wasn't communicating. If my wife kills herself, and I wasn't aware of the situation, like, what she's going through, that's that's partially on me for not paying attention to what my wife is going through.
0: So you think that the brothers, sisters, fathers, mothers, children... And friends of the soldiers who are killing themselves, that's on them, not on... No, because they don't right. live with them. Okay, but the wives, the husbands, they live with them.
1: I. There are two different scenarios, Pat. Situations are situational. You're not comparing apples to apples.
0: Well, they're going through something You're comparing, that they were so not built to go through. They're, they're going through something that no human being should ever have to endure. And as a result... They uh reach a breaking point and let's let's call it space fit. I know you're not gonna like this take, but their mental health is called into question. I'm and not disagreeing with can't... you.
1: I'm not just dis- listen, I'm not debating that suicide's a sad thing or that people what I'm saying is it's partially the wife's fault for not getting him help or sitting down to say, let's fix this situation and put him into a home together so you don't feel the burden on yourself. I think that... You're I, not going to change I, my mind off, that I this agree. lady's a fucking piece of had, shit.
0: They should have had a conversation. The problem is, I don't think that either one of them was willing to say it first. I don't think either one of them was willing to say, I you know don't what? want to I think the mother should this. kill
1: herself, too.
0: Wow. I would like to f- point out that Phobic Squirrel is being gangsta as fuck and said, you think you tough? uh erica said maybe his solution was to accidentally die to get life insurance and that was the best way he could contribute i don't doubt that and i bet that to erica's point that could have been out of guilt i've spent all of this extra money i've spent everything our family has worked for on this kid and i wasted all that money on unsuccessful things maybe i should at the bare minimum uh contribute back the financial burden that the kid has been
1: Phobic said, all right, we well, said, I'm done listening to this. <laughs> I'm just saying um, hold on. So Phobic, you think that my that the fact that I think this leads to a piece of shit is a wrong take? Well, you have your opinion. You
0: can't be wrong in your opinion. I do not agree with your opinion by any stretch.
1: What I'm not saying that she's a piece of shit. L- let's just make this perfectly clear. I don't think she's a piece of shit for putting this child into a home where she where he can get the care that he needs around the clock. No, you think she's a piece of shit because somebody else did something. No, I think she's a piece of shit for the words that she used to describe her child and blaming everything on this child that has happened to her around her. Instead of being an adult and making this decision seven years ago and saying, okay, what's going to be best for his child is to put him in a home where he can get the care that he needs, and then maybe you wouldn't pretend that he's dead. Wouldn't
0: you, if, okay, so if they did that at birth, is what you're saying, seven years ago, you that. Or you even six birth, months
1: correct? in, like, realizing all the, not even at birth, six months in, you realize that this child's going to have way more disabilities than you ever thought, and I can understand the fact of, if I would have known that he was going to have all these ailments, um, we're going to put him, we, we would have terminated the pregnancy, okay? Totally understand all that. I'm not disagreeing with any of those thoughts or takes. What I'm disagreeing with is that she wasn't an adult enough with her husband to say at six months, a year old, when it became too much to say, we need to put him into a home where he can be cared for appropriately. And then. To seven years later turn around and say, he's the reason my husband's dead. He's the reason my son doesn't have a, my other son doesn't have a normal life. He's, he's a cucumber. He's a potato. He's fucking, I should have killed him or I should have miscarried. All this horrible shit to say. You're still that kid's mother. Like you're a piece of shit. If that's your outlook, that's now that's my opinion. I'm not disagreeing with the fact that they should put him in a home and that's what's best for him. Okay.
0: I get what you're saying. I do. I still don't, still don't agree, but okay. So at six months, they should have called a quit and put him at a home. But at six months, this family wasn't ready to give up on the kid. They were trying experimental things. They were dumping money into the problem, looking for a solution. So they didn't put him in sooner because they were doing everything that they possibly could have. And when they had finally, they, they now have nothing left. They've lost family members. They've got a child who's freaking the fuck out, assaulting this, this, uh, you know, human being who's, basically being described as not a human being because the things that make you a human being she's saying are you know a personality or likes and dislikes or a little bit of imagination she's saying he doesn't have any of these things he's not a human being by my definition of human being and i've done everything humanly possible to help him i'm at the end of my road you're saying and i think that this is accurate you're saying she shouldn't have put everything she had in she should have quit a little sooner so that she had something left to salvage of herself
1: I'm not even saying that they needed to quit, right? They could still do all these experimental things while he's in the care of somebody else. I'm not saying that they need to give up, that they should have given up on this child. What I'm saying is, and so phobic says, um, you don't know the impacts of someone, something or some, something someone is going to have hindsight is 2020. 20. Get off your high horse, bro. Is Biden the blame for the Afghan thing? No, he's not. Pet." Pat the snowflake is worried about the words she used. <laughs> That's something. How, how is. <laughs> what I'm saying. How yeah, did I just get attacked? First off, phobic you didn't. You didn't. You didn't. He said that I'm offended by the words that she used. Oh. I'm the snowflake.
0: <laughs> what that I'm saying. Pat, comma, the snow.
1: I get it. Thanks, Phobic. Uh,
0: Erica said it doesn't matter when they made the decision to do it. All of her guilt and her she turned to anger against this kid. I agree. That's that's what I'm saying.
1: That's exactly what I'm saying. That she's a piece of shit because all of her hurt and anger is towards this kid. When the kid has no fucking control, that's my problem with it. Like, if my son was a vegetable, right? For real. And I'm going through what she's going through. Would I be upset? Absolutely, I'd be upset. Would I want to put him into a home? Absolutely, I would. But I wouldn't blame my misfortunes of me giving up my dreams of going to law school and all this other shit and blame it on this kid. That's, that's, that's parenting 101. If I gave up my dreams, I would never blame it on my kids. You're an asshole if you do that. You're just a straight up asshole.
0: I think that given the option... She didn't give up everything for the kid. She gave up everything in hopes that she could make this kid a productive, mem- productive member of the family, or a productive member of society, or something that could be lovable and something that could show love. And she failed. I think her real anguish here isn't towards the kid. The kid is the 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 the, the fulcrum, I guess. I don't know the the crux, but I think her anger is that. Her and her husband and her other child have lost everything because the only thing that they did was focus on something that wasn't successful. And that's where she's really, really frustrated.
1: But that's on her. That's on them. She can't, the, she shouldn't be saying all this negative shit about that kid. Like that, that's my biggest. One. I would never, ever, ever say that about my kid. Ever. I mean, I say shit saying, like I say shit like this fucking asshole or this like you know what I mean, but I would never on an open platform be like, I hate my child that it's the worst thing that ever happened to me because I don't feel that way, and if you feel that way, you shouldn't be a parent about any of you yeah, but okay, no, I
0: agree that you would never say that, but your child isn't the worst thing that ever happened to you. Can you imagine that this woman's been through something worse than this? Can you imagine that there's actually, this child isn't the worst thing that's ever happened to her? Because I'm going to assume this child is the worst thing that's ever happened to this woman. This child would be the worst thing to happen to any human that I've ever met.
1: Just saying. Just saying. I'm, I, I'm <laughs> um, not disagreeing with you, man. I, like I said, dude, I'm not mad at the fact that she wants to put him in a home or anything like that. I'm upset in the fact that she went out onto a public forum and said like describe this child in this way dude i feel like that's the most hateful thing that she could have possibly done like like i don't know i i don't know man i can't you know what it is dude i have too much compassion for living things to say to say that like i i couldn't be that fucking hateful That's my problem. I couldn't, like, I can't understand why somebody could actually say that about their child or a niece, a nephew, whatever. Another person that way. Like, that, to me, that's some hateful shit. Okay.
0: Have you said things that are at least this harsh about your child's mother before?
1: What that? She's. Horrible person,
0: she's useless or a couch potato. Have you ever used those terms to describe her?
1: Well, oh, she's definitely useless.
0: Okay, <laughs> thank you. Do you feel like she has done more to you to affect your life negatively than this child has done to this mother? No. So you would, in fact, use those words to describe another human being?
1: No, I Even would not. A human being. I would not say that. I pretend that she's that she's dead. I would not say that uh, she ruined
0: wished
1: the
0: re- that she was. No, no. <laughs> I will be the first to say I have no respect for the woman—not the woman that we're talking about, the woman that uh, you know birthed birth your child, uh, and that she has gone out of her way to make his life uh,
1: less. Yeah, but so, like, to <sighs> your point, right? To to your exact point, I have gone through fucking hell because of that woman. Right, hindsight's twenty twenty, man. It all worked out. You know what I mean? It like uh, okay,
0: so you're you're actually thankful for the type think- of woman she is,
1: dude. I'm thankful for all the obstacles that have been brought in front of me because they've shaped me into the person I am today. I don't look like to look at things as like at the time they suck absolutely. And and hopefully and this, this woman's will, still going through. She's still in the time. I'm not disagreeing with you, but. What I'm just saying, the way that she approached the situation, make, in my eyes, makes her a piece of shit. I'm not, like like I said, her as a individual is a piece of shit for the way that she talks about that child. Other than that, I totally agree with her. Put them in a home, do what's best for the child. That's what's best for the child. 100%. Uh, do
0: you just think going... she's... Yeah, Phobic is not happy with you. I know. Are I... uh, you going to read what he says? What? Yeah, hold on. Let me scroll. There's a, there's a lot to this. Oh, I can't scroll? Can I scroll?
1: Uh, I can Okay. Okay. Uh, Erica said it doesn't matter. They made a the decision to do it. All the guilt and hurt, she turned to anger. We said that already. He would never be a vegetable, maybe some grapes, but never a vegetable.
0: See what she did there? She's saying there would be sour grapes, but she wouldn't, if they had taken care of this sooner, she wouldn't be uh, so harsh.
1: Yes. Uh, Phobic said, oof. He's upset that he does that he doesn't love this thing but calls his own kid an F and A hole. Well, I still love my child. Still could be an asshole. Uh you know what the kid can actually understand and internalize the words you're using. Well, I, I see that point. This dude straight line, a very round person, not to be confused, was well rounded. Uh, the photo squirrel
0: is lighting you up like a fucking Christmas tree right now <laughs> alright well uh you know what I think that when we come back on Wednesday Erica said no I was talking about our son what did Erica say remind me would, because
1: that he would never be a vegetable maybe some grapes, but not a never a vegetable
0: because he nice. eats
1: grapes not vegetables
0: I see. I thought she was being prophetic. My apologies. Uh, I think that by Wednesday, uh, your your thought process may uh, clarify a little bit. I think that... Um, I think you're responding on a hair trigger, man. I
1: do. This isn't the first time I've listened to it. I'm trying to help you out here, buddy. You're not helping me help you. I don't need help, man. My opinions are my opinions, and I don't feel like I need to step out of them.
0: Okay, I agree. You you have the right to an opinion.
1: Like, yeah. I I I actually thought
0: I thought your take on this was going to be that she had to shoulder the burden and keep the kid forever and that we were going to disagree on that front. I did not realize how. No, I don't think that. No, because
1: because I could understand what she, like, I, I, I can't imagine what she's going through, right? But I can understand what she's going through by the way it's a nice hot take. Uh I I can hot piece of poop take. Um I understand what she's going through. Like I I don't know what she's going through, but I understand it. And I'm not like I don't think that she should be guilty or any of that for putting this kid into a home. That's what's best for the child. At the end of the day, that shows signs of what's that you're like if this lady would have came on this Reddit this Reddit forum and said I'm putting my I feel guilty because I'm putting my home into my, my son into a home but I can no longer take care of him or I haven't been able to take care of him even if she said I believe my my husband committed suicide because of the burden that he's had on us all those things and what really got me right what really got me was the the. Potato, cucumber. My cat has a better personality than he does. Like, come on, man. Like, there's no reason to say those fucking things. The reason she's saying
0: those things is because she's expressing where she's at emotionally. Because, she's because not you saying know what literally. Pat, she's because saying. she
1: doesn't want pe- she wants people to feel bad for her. And whoa, me, this is so fucking horrible. People go through this every day. Every day, people go through this. This isn't just her.
0: I don't disagree that she wants people to feel a certain way. I think that she's trying to express people, it doesn't matter how they feel. She's saying, you guys can't possibly fathom what this has been like, and this is what I'm doing. This is why. Because to me, this thing that I have spent seven years investing, literally the life of my husband, the well-being of my child, the well-being of my own, just mental sanctitude, has been, abused for this thing that is equivalent to a potato that my cat who has brain damage is more lovable than this thing we've given everything we have to this thing that is essentially a garden variety vegetable because we didn't invest the time in ourselves we didn't invest the time in each other we gave everything we had to the wrong place i don't think she means any of this ill-intentioned i think she's saying i'm fucking Done. I'm done caring for this thing That doesn't even understand that I care for it I'm done loving this thing that doesn't understand That I love it I don't love it I'm over it I'm doing something different Okay
1: Okay 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 Do um, you want to break down these lyrics real quick
0: yeah, well, How deep into the podcast are we I don't have a timer now
1: Just, Just about an hour Really Yeah
0: phobics world definitely wants us to go to the next segment
1: all right hold on
2: hey i guess they're right senior citizens although slow and dangerous behind the wheel can still serve a purpose i'll be right back don't you go dying on me
1: hey there number niners the term video game addiction is defined as a compulsive or uncontrolled use of video games in a way that causes problems in other areas of a person's life If you feel that you or someone you know is suffering from video game addiction tell them to stay the fuck out of the chat on twitch.tv forward slash number nine gaming and twitch.tv forward slash number nine media where the bearded gamer and chunk dizzle are dropping bodies on all the best games like seven days to die or setting up heists on gta and claiming victories in Warzone.
0: This channel is not suggested for gaming addicts, children, adults, living heart liberals, snowflakes, vaxxers, anti vaxxers, anyone pro choice, pro life, people supporting that any lives matter at all whatsoever, blondes, brunettes, people with a history of heart conditions, memory loss, advanced illusionary schizophrenia with involuntary narcissistic rage, erections lasting longer than four hours, diarrhea, severe allergies, pet allergies, precious COVID 69, or Karens. <laughs> <laughs>
2: all
1: right, so uh, Tommy Donald came out with a new song. This was two Fridays ago. Uh, He also dropped another song this week, uh, but we're going to break down. It's called Brainwashed. Uh, So, you want to go for it?
0: Here we go. Half the country fell asleep, but they stay scream woke. We are distracted by vaccines and TV shows, politics, celebrity gossip, popular, neat quotes, black lives, white lives, which lives mean most. We only dedicate one day to remember our fallen soldiers. The men and women who died young. But if you come out of the closet as Caitlyn Jenner, you're a hero and you get a whole pride month. The most dangerous pandemics propaganda propaganda from these clowns. Only mask that's going to save us is the duct tape on their mouths. Don't speak. We don't need to defund the police. Need to defund the media whose lives who lies through their teeth. Like, Big Pharma doesn't cure you, dog, because every patient that gets cured is a customer lost. And Big Oil runs the world. The only wars that get fought are with the countries who have natural resources that they want. Heard them claiming if a white man braids his hair and likes rap, he's a appropri- appropriating culture. But if a white man acts too white, he's white trash and is a rapist. He's a bigot racist. and he's a monster. A racist. What'd I say? Rapist? what I say? Rapist? Is it rapist? Yes. I was, all right, well, that was supposed to be racist. He's a bigot and a monster. So you want to... Then there's, it's so funny how this website breaks it down. It says pre-chorus, uh, and then it says chorus. So in rap, we know that there's not choruses, there's hooks. And the the pre-chorus there is actually known as a bridge. So, so for anybody who is a fan of rap music, the pre-chorus is the bridge, the chorus is the hook. So
1: you, you want to talk about this first, this first verse real quick?
0: yeah let's let's go uh uh bar by bar so your first bars are uh country fell asleep but they scream woke distracted by vaccines and tv shows uh and then kind of just what what lives matter most so he's summarizing very very quickly summarizing things that he's made songs all about right because this is a guy who has shed a consistent message over several years now um, so he's bringing it all in and kind of saying, like, brainwashed the direction he's going is he's going to uh, do an overview of what's going on. He's not being too specific in this song, which I like.
1: I think he's being, I like, here's one of the things that I think you and I like about Tommy Don. he doesn't necessarily put his views out there, right? He just says what he right. sees. And yeah,
0: he's a generalizer.
1: No, yeah, and it's nonstop hypocrisy. It's just all the time. You know what I mean? So if like, this isn't if people... this isn't
0: my favorite Tom McDonald bar, it's easily in the top ten. Uh, where he says, "We only dedicate one day to remember our fallen soldiers, the men and women who died young." But if you come out of the closet as Caitlyn Jen- Jenner, you're a hero, and you get a whole Pride Month. Uh, <laughs> so he's not attacking Caitlyn Jenner, which is what uh, that's that's what people who oppose Tom McDonald will say. They'll say he's a homophobe or he's transphobic because he's taking shots at Caitlyn Jenner. He's not. He's saying, if we're giving pride a fucking month, why are we giving fallen soldiers a day? It's not, it's not, you're, you're not being fair. Exactly. People celebrating pride for a month are people who are recognizing that pride doesn't get the attention that it deserves, that they're human beings and they deserve to be treated like other human beings. At the same time, they're saying, why wouldn't they get a whole month? I mean, we gave soldiers a day. Well, maybe that's why they shouldn't get a month. Or maybe soldiers should get a month. Or maybe soldiers should get every other fucking month.
1: Yeah. Uh, I also like the the only mask that we needed is the duct tape on their mouths for the media. Uh, phenomenal line. Because how much propaganda is there in the fucking news?
0: Yeah. Uh, the big pharma doesn't cure you, dog. Every patient that gets cured is a customer lost. That's, uh again, he's made songs about that entire topic, and now he's just summarizing it and saying, like, listen, you have to pay attention to what's going on. The, you know, these motherfuckers aren't curing things that are curable because that's where the revenue's at. Uh Folks, girl said, how about nobody gets any day and everybody gets every day? Public squirrel, I am not against you, but you're talking about less days off from work. So I'm going to take a hard stance on let's give everybody at least a Monday so that Patrick can have three-day weekends. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> I think, if anything, we should recognize more groups. There should be a WWE day. Uh, there should be a Number 9 with Tommy day. And everybody yeah, should take these about? Mondays we off, paid. off
1: We don't get uh, Veterans Day off, so.
0: We don't get Veterans Day off? No. I was, if I was a veteran, I would complain. As it were,
1: I am not. Yeah, but you could use uh, your floating holiday for Veterans Day, if you're a veteran.
0: That makes sense. Uh, um, so the the bridge here, let's just have the conversation. Not every liberal is dumb. Not all Republicans are racist. The government wants everybody fighting with their neighbors, because they know if we get along, we'd probably go against them. Uh, forgive Tom McDonald for being a Canadian, goddammit. That's how we end up with words like against fitting into his songs. Canadian born, American bred.
1: This is against.
0: It does, but that doesn't rhyme. If it says fighting with their neighbors and then probably go against them, that doesn't rhyme. He uses the word against because it rhymes because he's Canadian and they say things like against and a boot and A. All right.
1: But, uh, like, so I think Tom Tom McDonald's on my side. It's time for a revolution.
0: Uh, I suppose we'll see as the song goes on. All right. He says they can't stop us because we're ready to fight, try to brainwash us, but we won't let freedom die. The whole world's brainwashed. Everybody pick a team, start a riot in the streets. The whole world's brainwashed. It's us against them, it's you against me.
1: Sounds like Tom McDonald's punching in the face. It ain't you against me, is what it says. Should oh,
0: I be yeah,
2: reading
0: yeah, my these? Bad. I gotta tell you, Tom. I didn't know we were gonna do the lyrics. I just captured and pasted them, and now I'm just reading along. I haven't listened to the song 9,000 times. I've listened to it probably three times. That's it? Why? I think it's one of his best songs. Because there's a whole bunch of people who have made a whole bunch of really good songs, and I don't, uh, I don't listen to one on repeat. I don't oh. listen to one every time we're getting ready for the podcast. I listen to a whole, dude. I honestly, I've been listening to oldies music for like fucking two weeks straight. Actually, Alanis Morissette's concert was last night. I've been listening to Alanis Morissette for like four days leading up to that concert because I want, and uh, I should have fucking invited Erica because I, at the end of the day, th- did I not tell the story that Liz had no fucking clue who Alanis Morissette was? <laughs> no clue she's six years younger than me six years that doesn't seem like a very long time she didn't know who Lannis morissette was i'm and not she laughing didn't know at who that jewel
1: was uh public says man you know you're having a rough day when tom's correcting your speaking thank you Phobic scroll
0: i appreciate that uh
1: did i explain this on the podcast tom no so that the girl that's younger than you doesn't know who jewel is
0: she's 30 she's not that much younger she straight up did not know who Jewel was. She did not know who Lance Morissette was. I played their songs. Yeah, but and it took so her until I think the it's chorus imp- to realize
1: what they were. So I think it's important to point this fact out, right? The reason I know who those people are is because my parents were in their probably early 30s when that music came out. So they listened to it because it was new music, right? Tom, her how parents, old are your parents right now? They're in their fifties. Okay. So they're probably in their early thirties.
0: Alanis made... Morissette and Jewel were both in the nineties. I watched. Yup, that would them make them in TRL. their thirties.
1: Right, I'm saying. Well, can I make my point?
0: Yeah. So my ahead, parents.
1: Please. So my parents listened to them because it was the new music that that was out for their generation. Her parents are both immigrants, are they not? So they probably didn't listen. They to They are not. Them.
0: Her mother is b- American born.
1: Oh. Well, regardless, I mean, her parents may not have just listened to that music, so she was never exposed to that music. You get what I'm saying? Tom, you know
0: who she does recognize and knows every fucking lyric to? What's that? The Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. You know what was
1: out at the same time as the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC? But that was fucking Jewel. Jewel was out at the exact same time. Yeah, but there were two different crowds. NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys were her age group. Julie both of no- these
0: crowds that you're just dis- distinguishing as two different crowds were watching TRL, and both of these groups what the of people fuck were on is TRL? TRL. Oh my god, you have to be kidding. You're kidding, right? Tommy? Tommy, are you there? What's TRL? Do you really not remember Total Request Live with Carson Daly? Of course I remember it, come on. Ah, oh, Jesus fuck. Okay, so... I don't, you could I, I don't ever seen... remember...
1: Alanis Morissette or Jewel being on DRL.
0: I didn't mention Alanis Morissette. Alanis Morissette may have been, uh, you know what? I think thank you was on TRL. Um, but certainly Jewel. I mean, Jewel, her rise to fame was during the TRL era. Um, or as, uh, Nikki Glacier calls her Triller Swift. I love that shit. Uh, (laughs) I just feel like she's not young enough to not remember these people. Erica said she would have loved to go to that concert. I know, Erica. I should have fucking asked you. I didn't know it was last night. If it was next weekend, we'd definitely be going because my brother took his kids, and I'm super jealous that they got to go see Alanis Morissette live. And to top it all off, garbage opened for her, which I'm sure was a, a pretty good opening act. What the fuck?
1: All right, let's hurry and blow us up.
0: This is all what right. I get for being a closet Alanis Morset fan, man. I got to be more vocal with my love. Can we hear this up? Second verse. What? Let's hurry this up. Second verse of the Tom McDonald song. How did monkeys become people and people turned into sheep? They put fluoride in the water. That's what's keeping us all asleep. Claim they want what's best for us. I find that hard to believe because they've been selling us cigarettes since we was 18. Fake news, fake woke, distract and divide. You're either right or you're left or you're black or you're white. Big tech don't need a microchip to hack into your life because the phone inside your pocket is a tracking device. And I don't know what I'm more sick of, rappers or Joe Biden, looking like he is like he ate 100 Xanax for dinner. <laughs>
1: censoring the dinner. president,
0: Because censoring the president and kicking him off of Twitter is a bigger threat to freedom than foreign ballistic missiles. You don't trust the police or the government but you want people giving up their right to own a firearm why would you be comfortable if police and the government the only people on the planet with the right to buy a gun white privilege getting amplified to reinforce the vision it cons- it, it convinces white people that they're favored by their skin and black people angry because they're told because they're told they're treated different so the conflict between us and the conflict is between us and never with the system. Uh, then it goes back into the the bridge and the hook. Let's have the conversation. Not every liberal is dumb. Not all Republicans are racist. The government wants everybody fighting with their neighbors.
1: Here's a lot of more good. Like, I like the the funny you put in there with the Hunter Xanax for dinner. I laugh every time I hear it. Uh, but the phone is the microchip in your pocket. Uh, it's, we divide by you either white or you're black or your left or your right, um the fucking selling cigarettes since we were 18. It like just all good good analogies. I love it. This last one. Oh that's it, huh? I also like uh
0: anytime somebody makes light of the contradictory stances that we take for the sake of politics. So if you say defund the police i don't i don't trust police officers you know they're they're part of the government that i don't trust okay i understand your take whether i agree with it or not i completely understand your take at the same time if you say you have to take guns out of the hands of innocent women and men because the only ones who can get guns legally are innocent um because i don't trust innocent women and men to uh i guess selflessly provide safety which is kind of what the the gun owner says like i i do this for safety um then you can't stand on both of those pulpits right you can't say i don't trust the police and as a result of that i believe only the police should have guns that's the dumbest most hypocritical argument that anybody can make and a good portion of the country is making it I I can't get behind you on that man, and I love that Tom McDonald is uh, poignant enough to play on those those double takes.
1: Yeah, I think this was a great song. It, it really, uh, I mean, it fits his his narrative, right? Like his, I'm going to speak out against all the hypocrisy in the world. It it's great, man, and I like the whole, you know. We're not all dumb. We're not all racist. They want us to fight with each other. Like, that's... that's They're having us fight with each other so they can do shady shit.
0: Yeah, we're actually covering this after his newest song, Dummies, was released. Did you listen to Dummies?
1: Yeah, so, uh again, I don't think... Like, the more and more I listen to it, it grows on me because you start really listening like deep down to the lyrics. And again, a lot of the same shit. Um... Well not the same things, but the same type of stuff. Um I it just as a song it's too like poppy for me. You know, it's too like bouncy.
0: To that point, dummy's got a million listens in ten hours. That's how I knew that this song was not made for me. When a million people listen to it in 10 hours, I went, that song's going to be poppy as fuck when I listened to it. And I listened to it and went, God damn it. Um, he's got to do what he's got to do. He's an independent artist. He's got to sell records. Good for him for being able to combine his message and make poppy music. But that one is not a song that was made for me. And I agree with the last several Tom McDonald songs. I have to listen to them uh, two or three times before they even really set in as a good song. Brainwashed, uh, I didn't particularly care for at first i didn't not like it but i didn't really you know map ah, whatever I and think then once you get the chance to hear
1: i think Brainwash is so like these are these are my probably top five tommy donald songs brainwashed fake woke uh canceled i hate hip-hop and snowflakes so
0: four of them are in his last seven or eight songs.
1: Yeah. I used to really like uh, People So Stupid, but the like, and again, I, I still appreciate the message. Um, but I think the songs that came out, so People So Stupid is what turned me on to Tom, Tom McDonald. Um, yeah. But since then, the songs that he has put out are, I think, even better than that one. Right? I think that set him up to do all these songs and there's so much like he just keeps getting better with these songs
0: i think that as far as uh rap goes if you don't include his two mac lethal disses you're missing a lot of what tom mcdonald's capable of because now we know him capable of yeah he's capable of conveying a message with his words which is great because he's an artist and i prefer a lyrical artist um but his ability to actually be a rapper and just destroy his opponent is what drew me to Tom McDonald. Um, So I would have to at least start with those. Uh, The shit that he did, what's the no good bastards with Nova and his buddy, Brandon, that song's fucking amazing because it's not really rap. He goes off and does some acid rap, which I respect his ability to kind of, uh, Flex his chops in a, a different form of rap music. Um, the dude's super fucking talented, and the fact that nobody can sign him is super fucking funny to me. The fact that he dangles that carrot in front of everybody and says, "I'll never sign with you," and I'm self-made, I love him all, all the more for it.
1: Yeah, hundred percent.
0: And let's be fair: if he was signed to a record label, these songs would not be getting made. Period. No, it doesn't matter what record they don't want the, them
1: with because they don't want the the controversy with it. You know.
0: Right, the 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 half of people listening to Tom McDonald and loving him would compete with the half of people listening to Tom McDonald and hating him. He is the Howard Stern. The you know people listen even longer when they don't like him because they can't wait to hear what he says next.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, so we broke that down finally. All right, Pat. So uh, I guess I guess that's it for today's show. Um, make sure this is the last week. You guys can sign up for the football league um if you want to sign up and you haven't yet and you're not sure where to find it check our facebook page there's links on there or you can just text me or pam we'll get you the links to sign up remember the survivor pool is 25 dollars. 25 goes to prize the uh, uh the payout at the end the survivor pool is five dollars a week four dollars goes towards the weekly prizes and the end of year prize um i think what are we up to like 20 in each right now pat
0: uh, yeah, we're somewhere in that ballpark.
1: Around 20 in each. Um, we would really like to make a big push and get 30. You know, if we could do 50 in each by the end of the year, or by the end of this week, that'd be great. Uh, I'll be sending out an email to everybody Uh, for the PayPal and Venmo account to pay. Um, and remember, you got to be paid, for the Survivor, you got to be paid week one. The uh the, uh the Pick'em League, at least pay one week up front over the whole... You know, and then you could pay every week if you want, but it'd be probably better if you just paid for the whole season, 90 bucks, and you're done. Pat, anything you want to add? Uh, No, I say good day.